Daniel Thomas Bridges says, I had started to lose the motivation to carry on with getting my startup off the ground and had decided to listen to some business-related podcasts for the first time. This was the first podcast I came across and I'm so glad I gave it a go. Inspired me to pick things back up and I'm only 34 episodes in. So guys, when you send in reviews like that to us, it motivates me and Harry. So the thing that you can do if you're this far into the show and you've been following along is jump into iTunes, leave us a rating or a review because it helps new people just like Daniel find the podcast. Let's get into today's show. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of the Startup Diary, episode 162. Madness. Flying through these episodes. Today is another episode all about Dan from the British Bearded Baby sent in another audio file. Uh, We're probably a week behind now on the subject. Uh, Well, let me just check the subject file name. It is Black Friday Fuck Up. He does the best um, subject lines. Love his subject lines. Uh, really helps out when I'm just labeling the episodes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we, should we just play the ep- the recording now and then dive straight into it afterwards? Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Hold tight. Hey guys, it's Dan from the British Beardy Baby. So uh, where we're at? Uh, we're a bit behind uh, the usual update on the Sunday. Um, Being a bit crazy with Black Friday. So I'm going to start with, I think this runs perfectly in line with your um, last episode that I had, which was the building the business. So you, Adam, you mentioned about being uh, having to be the jack of all trades. Um, and you said about how, yeah, it's really easy. You've got a lot of money to, to throw into it. Um, but if you haven't, obviously, being a jack of all trades, you've got to learn everything from uh, Photoshop, accounts, website, um, sales. Uh, and at first, you're throwing maybe 20, 30, 40% into each little bit. And th- that's ultimately where like i've i've fallen down this black friday um we did a deal where i cut the prices um ridiculously and i've tried to sort the website so obviously um fordy's been doing the website for me um in his spare time outside of working for you uh he's done an amazing job and it's obviously nothing to do with to do with 40 but the fact that i don't have a website guy or myself that knows how to do it that is there to do something when something happens uh so we're on a code putting on or i need parts of the website changing or stuff like that i can't i i don't have a team built yet that i can just turn to and say right do that and they can just bam it's done within an hour um and ultimately this black friday obviously um i've got to try and be that jack of all trades and sort the website myself and i've put the codes on and then put extra sales um discounts on and yesterday uh a lot of feedback was coming from people that they were waiting for um payday um there were people messaging for codes so I thought yesterday, um, thought, right, this is where it's going to go. Everyone's been paid. It's, 
and uh, yeah, so this is where I should start to see the sales over the Black Friday. So we put an extra discount code of Cyber Monday on, so on top. So people are getting like up to 50-60% off on certain products. Uh, we did bulk packages and searching through or watching the uh, analytics for people going to and from and seeing quite a few people uh, go, get into the basket or getting to the shop and um, that's where they were bouncing from. Uh, so the bounce rate on the analytics, um, meaning simply put that the bounce rate is obviously uh, for people that don't really know much about websites um, is the page at which these people are exiting. So um, leaving your website and then giving up or ending their their time with you. Uh, and a lot of it was coming from the shop or basket. Uh, I paid for some promotion uh, through a uh, bid influencing page as well yesterday. And yeah, the past two days, um, I got a lot more traction through the website. Uh, so that obviously worked. But a lot of the bounce rate, as I say, was at the shop and at the basket. And I just thought, I had all sorts going through my head. Is it, um, is it the pricing? Uh, what is it that's not? Is it the page imagery? Um, is there something wrong? Uh, everyone that's been purchasing, I've been asking for feedback from. There's been a f few pieces of the feedback about certain parts of the website that um, they believe the imagery or the the way it's structured kind of is a could possibly put people off. Um, so that was going through my head. And then last night I put. Um, I realised that I needed to uh, change the code. I hadn't set the code to do for the final hour to go even cheaper. So uh, I went on to do it and this was at 11 o'clock at night and I realised that the um, sales and promotions I'd put on hadn't been running all day. So this is why people have obviously gone to the shop, the basket and the, pr the price or the, the promotions that we've been advertising weren't coming up on the website fundamental error um i can't describe how much i just wanted to punch myself in the face um when i realized that i had one hour left and i'd had all this traction going to the website so obviously now i've i will have lost those people i've lost that sale um and ultimately, the way to look at it is the fact of the probably the trust of those people has gone because now they have seen that there was a offer gone to a business page and it's not there. So that trust will have been lost from that person. Um, so say the the 30 odd people that have been there over the last two days, well, within just over 24 hours, um, lost those. And then I would probably say five to let's say five people by word of mouth five to ten um i'd probably say negative feedback gains a lot more traction through word of mouth than positive um so if they do five to ten you're looking at maybe let's say 300 people the potential customers i reckon that we have lost now um through that one silly mistake um from going to the website so anyone that will have been wanting to go probably won't go back um it'll probably take i believe through the current role that i do um sales wise when i've moved through different kitchens um that aren't doing very well due to lack of quality of of product going out it's the same kind of um 
situation so even though it's food uh, the lack of quality going out or service being provided uh i've moved into kitchens and then to build ourselves back up um i've understood that it's taken around on average 12 months to get those previous customers that have had a bad experience to to come back in uh whether that be through advertising to them or through word of mouth that the service has gone back up and is correct again so that potential 300 customers i'm putting that's what i'm putting it down at uh i hopefully will be able to get them back um but i reckon it'll probably take me 12 months to maybe get them in with it being a new start business uh it may take me longer because the trust isn't really there in the first place so it's going to be a lot harder to actually get them to come when they've had a bad experience before they've even actually gone to the the site uh so what this says to me is um, exactly what you were saying about you need to put find where you're, you're strong and put your 60 to 70 to 80 percent in um, on those areas um, and it, it really hit home that I need to um, build that team and, and I need to I'm gonna have to find the money to be able to get a website person on board uh, such a, f- a vital part of an online <laughs> business that the the website's right and run properly um so i need to find the money to be able to get a website person on so that is something that i'm now going to be looking at massively um sorry if i'm pausing uh it's just i i started to calm down this morning um and talking about again just winding me back up um it's wound me up that much and I realised I said about my current role stepping down, uh, not in the last episode, episode before, um, and I've realised that I can't, um, as much as the the company I work for, I haven't done anything um, and I'd hand in the demotion instead of getting them through Christmas, I have now um, sent a request in and uh, this week's my last week in my position, uh, I stepped down, uh, week commencing the 4th, um, and I've cut my hours, my position. I've also told them that the first week that I step down, I won't be working. Um, I'm taking off uh, so that I can literally throw my time into this uh, sooner rather than later before it gets too late. Um, this is what I want to do uh, and this is what it needs. So um, unfortunately, I can't uh, stand by the honour what I said I'd do to them but they've been perfectly fine with me about it and I guess that that comes from my honesty with them in the first place uh, so yeah um, yeah the, the, the jack of all trades it's, it just need to and people I, I don't know how to say this other than starting a business people need to understand um, that it is really fucking hard there is no easy way to, there is no just posting on these um social media platforms and saying tweeting or putting a picture on instagram saying buy my product and it works it doesn't it doesn't work like that at all you you need to you need to find your funnel within these social media platforms um and it's it, it's going to take time i mean will do people 
buy from you that have recently or newly interacted with you on one of these pages when you've just started out obviously yes yeah it, it does a lot of the people that have bought from us recently uh, I'm saying this even with the sales error um, we've had a lot more sales go through um, than when I was previously talking I think we've probably doubled that since our last episode so we're in in a week we've done the same as what we did in the first three weeks uh, so it, it is growing um, but yeah people may interact with you uh, and then purchase within the first day or week of uh, finding you but ultimately that's that's the one in a million that or one in a hundred or one in a thousand that interact or go to you um, that will do that the rest it's, it really just is about time people need to understand that and and as much as you can listen to adam say that you can listen to people like gary v say that you can listen to people like tony robbins and um tim ferris when they go on about building a business and just really having patience it doesn't hit home until you're doing it and you need to realize that it it is it's just time you have to really have a structure in place to be able to put yourself on for those first 12 months 24 months really is the term eating shit and hits home um and if you can build that team build that team around you to help you get through that section um yeah i'm gonna leave it there um yeah fundamental fuck up but it's an error we won't make again and it's a massive massive learning curve um and as horrible as like and as stupid as it sounds it's i just i'm loving every single part of it because it's it's what i want to do and it's such a great journey to go along um i know that the next time i do a sale or anything like that, that everything will be in place um and sorted but yeah just just give it time make sure you've got the time and effort to go into it cool see you later guys so adam thoughts on Dan's faux pas as it were so I've got I've made three bullet points after listening to the show uh, and the first one is just all around this whole issue with the code and do you get the impression that Dan is feeling like he's lost customers for life off the back of this yeah that when I heard the whole thing the thing that was like still looming over my head was uh, he thinks he's just lost he's just out and out lost customers because he mentions what two or three years to try and get these people back. Yep, like startup building trust and all that. Agree, that might be the case in certain scenarios, but I think with this. But no, no, I don't even think that's the case because he hasn't like fucked up. Like I can't remember the name of the car company recently that made or like that. They basically lied about the emissions readings. Can't I think remember. It was the, VW? Was it VW? They, they lied about the emissions readings. Like that is a proper fuck up. That that is basically that is lying to your customers. Like, Dan's just basically said, oh, I forgot to turn a code on. Yeah, that's, I think yeah, that's a mis- there's, there's a, a difference in that. And I think the key thing that Dan needs to take away is no one at this point is saying, uh, like, uh, you've conned me or whatever. They're like, oh, the dude failed on setting mm. his code up. I can't buy today. I, I, I genuinely get emails from um, different stores that I buy things from sometimes. And they'll send an email out saying 15% off for the next two days. And then going. I'll get an email shortly afterwards. And the subject line is "Oops, we made a mistake." Yep. and it's the same email, but then like the sub the subtitle of the email is 
now the code is working. <laughs> did you know that? Like did that. you know that we once sent an email out to about twelve thousand of our members when we had about twelve thousand people, and uh, we forgot to do the merge tag correctly in the open. So it said, "Hey, star line f name star line," and uh, I remember having the discussion with the team. It was like, "Do we follow up with the correct one, or do we just leave it?" I think we just left it. Uh, but like, just to get to the point is, like, mistakes happen, and this this will not turn people off the brand. This will lose them sales on the day. Which yeah, kind of this this was a mistake. Not um, he's not lost trust with anyone. People people would have just gone, and if they were planning on using the code, they just won't have made the purchase. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it don't work, and then they would have gone. But it's not like that's it. He's he's, lo- he's fooled me with this uh, this discount code. I've come in. I've not bought anything, so I'm not out of pocket. But I'm still not going to buy from him. Exactly, that's not going to be the case. But this gets me on to the next point. So when when Dan when we listened to the show, uh, what me and Harry did, we jumped onto the computer, uh, made some notes about the episode, and I was like, oh, this isn't isn't too bad because what Dan's doing is probably promoting it through social. Uh, mm-hmm. What will happen is they'll get to the checkout. They won't have then gone through the checkout to hit the thank you page. So the great thing is using a Facebook pixel is all of that traffic, so it might be 10 people, it might be 50, it might be 500, is Dan can then uh, basically pull his custom audience up on Facebook and say, okay, so show me the people that got to check out but did not get to the thank you page and then run an advert to those people. It's like, hey, I made a mistake. Your code didn't work, but try this one now and it will go and work. Uh, problem with that, um, after everything we've gone through, <laughs> is there's no Facebook pixel on your website, Dan. And this is something that the uh, you need to pause the show now. Like, uh, I'll give you a second. Just pause the show. Get to your phone, wherever you are. Just pause it and go and get the Facebook pixel installed. This is the thing that, uh, after all the work that you do on social, because you drive people from Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram predominantly, mm-hmm. like this is the audience list that you should be caring about, not even your analytics data. Analytics is fine. It tells you the bounce rate. It tells you all that good stuff. But the key thing that you need to build, Dan, is your Facebook custom audiences because you do all your work on social, which means they're coming from social to your website, which means these are the people that you can remarket to based off the products and the stage they get in your funnel. So if they're looking at a specific beard oil, they don't go to the checkout page. You can run an advert to them. If they go to the about us, whatever they do on the website, you can target these people that did not convert at the lowest possible click-through rate from Facebook. Once you've got your custom audience set up, this is something that I thought you'd have. Apologies for the oversight from my side if I've dropped the ball, but this is something you need to go and do today. It's fairly easy to implement as far as I'm aware. Super easy. Super easy. Facebook Ads Manager, hit Pixel, get the code, and uh, copy and paste it onto the website. Through WordPress, uh, which is what Dan's website's built on, he can just go into plugins, go into uh, Add New, and at the top, this is all from memory, because I haven't done this in about a year and a bit. Uh, Click Add New, type in the word Facebook, Facebook Pixel Install, click that, and it'll basically say, paste your code here, and that'll put it into the correct area on your HTML of the website for you. It will take you less than three minutes, yeah. and this is something that Dan's business, especially the way Definitely. that he drives traffic to it, needs to sort out. Definitely. Uh, just on websites, uh, he mentioned something about someone felt, I can't remember exactly the word, but they didn't like the way it was laid out, or it wasn't as intuitive to go through the website. Yep. Uh, can you remember what exactly what he said? can't remember exactly what it was, but it kind of gets onto my second note, okay. uh, which... Um, which is less directed at Dan, uh, but more for the audience, because this is something that I made the mistake of and kind of still do, to be honest. It's if you're not getting the results you expect, you look for a problem and you always look for the problem that you think you can throw a resource at to fix. And what I'm talking about is 
Uh, obviously, Dan is trying to grow sales, so he's looking for the reason that sales aren't coming through. And there's obviously been a bit of feedback, or Dan's been on the website, and he wants to change things on the website. Uh, so he's saying, okay, the reason I'm not getting sales is because my website is not uh, perfectly user-intuitive, or there's things that I want on the website that aren't there. But when you get into this sort of mindset and attitude of trying to look for something like that, that is like a golden bullet, that is the reason that people aren't doing the action you want them to do, um, it's just very dangerous because you end up uh, trying to like trying to get micro conversions, micro mm. improvements. So rather than going from like a 0.2% conversion rate on his website, he might end up going to a 1%. He might end up going to a 2%. But I think the root cause of, um, not the problem, but where Dan needs to focus his efforts at the moment is on sales and marketing because his website won't have enough data to fully understand if it's good uh, conversions or not. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, Dan, your your job at this point in time is to go and get your first 10,000 visits. Um, I want you to go away. Oh, that's my laptop with people messaging me, and we just had to pause the show, to be honest. That's why there's probably a little bit of a break in thought because everyone seems to want to try and get hold of me before I talk in the morning. Let me just mute this. So, Dan, um, what I want you to do is go and get your first 10,000 visitors. What that will do, that will force you to learn how to do social to get them through to your website, and it's not going to be a wasted effort because you're going to have your Facebook pixel installed. Get your first 10,000 visitors, and then from there, take a day. So that's your milestone. Take a day and then look at the analytics. You're going to be looking at anything from like a 1.5 to a 3% conversion rate for your website. If it's sitting in that boundary, then just go and worry about traffic. If it's sitting less than that, then start looking at the conversion rates. But don't throw resource at trying to find a local developer or, or someone that you can hire to go and add new widgets and new things to the website because that isn't going to move the needle for you. The key thing that you need to do right now is get people to the website. Learn what gets them from Facebook and Instagram to the website. Do that. Monitor it until you've got 10,000 unique visits regardless of the time frame. And then look at the data to work out exactly what they're doing on the website. Uh, and at that point, work out what the problem is. But don't do it too early. Yeah, people. If people want something, they're willing to kind of wade through the mud uh, to get the end result. So, like, if you are like Amazon, for example, then because um, we even had a customer talk about this once. But like, the color of buttons and locations and things like that can play a difference. Yep. But that's when you've got millions of customers coming through every day, and you're trying to really optimize flow. Right now, like you say, Dan's really trying to just zero in on on getting people through to the sales. Um, Exactly, uh, and it's that thing like you said, like uh, the color of a button might might increase your conversion rate by 0.01%, and for someone that's doing uh, millions of transactions, it's like, yeah, that's worth spending the time and the research mm-hmm. and energy on. Like right now, Dan just needs to get 10,000 people to his website and then review the numbers, which is going to make him focus on sales and marketing, which is where I think the business needs to focus on, because I, as I said earlier, and I, I'm, I'm saying this from experiences, I always used to look for the reason, the thing that I could go in and do and fix myself, like I could go in and add a widget, change a color, change the theme, uh, add some new header imagery, all that crap that you can do and get lost in and spend loads of time doing thinking it's work. It's really not. Um, you just need to go and do the real hard work, which is understand how to get people to the website first. Uh, so that's my comment on that. Anything else from you on that point? Uh, no, no, I'm uh, spent on that. And the next thing is the the next bullet point that we've got, and we'll try and keep it short because uh, we know that you've uh, sort of gone through Dan's audio clip and then listened to our Dorset tones, um, is Dorset, Dulcet. I've never understood that. Is it Dulcet? Hey, I, I was using Vice as uh, in, <laughs> incorrect grammar. So. But I've realised that when you're on a podcast and you say a word, like 
you normally just talk and you can't really understand what you're saying, mm. but I know that like now I'm very aware. Is it Dorset or Dulcet? It's must be I'm going to say Dulcet. Dulcet, because Dorset is uh, like Cornish. Hey Siri, what does Dulcet mean? Oh, okay. That's no, perfect. Our dulcet tones. Thank you, Siri, if you heard that in the background. Thanks to the Audio Technica mics. Um, so my next point on this is just around the thing that uh, Dan has said that we are big believers in and uh, our friend over at uh, Vayner Media, Mr. Gary Vayner, himself, uh, is, uh, is preaching and it's, it's patience. Like Dan mm. has basically explained, uh, and I can't remember if it's in this episode or I mixed them up in my head, but he basically says it's really fucking hard to build a business and you have to love this part of the grind which is you gotta love getting in that dirt you gotta love <laughs> the hustle everything the you say is uh, yeah no, uh, he's, he's, the thing is harry says this sarcastically but i know he actually believes yeah, it yeah he's he's right there because if you um i saw i saw an interesting instagram post uh yesterday actually not not gary v someone else um but it kind of in the same vein gary's on about you've got to you've got to love the graft and the hard work and the results will come later if yep. you just want the results you're not going to enjoy the journey uh, and this post I saw, it was just a little tagline of like, if money wasn't a thing anymore, would you still be doing the job that you're doing now? And I just kind of feel like that really kind of highlights that you should be enjoying yep. the the day-to-day grind that you're doing. And if you're not, then... <laughs> That's a really, really nice way to put it. Is like, would you do the things you do day-to-day mm-hmm. if it didn't associate you getting the paycheck you get? I double tap that post, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to just emphasize that for myself. Uh, I like the way that, that Dan brought it up. Mm. Um, it is It is something that if you are listening to the show and you are about to start a business and you are just thinking about the end result, uh, please don't start a business. Please, you're, for you're the not, love of you're God. You're not in it for the right reasons, are you, though? No. And, and you'll make shortcuts, and the shortcuts uh, will uh, result in building a business on sand compared to cement, which is something I'm big on, um, uh, or sort of a, a, a sort of big on, as in preaching about and mm. against, like, do the hard work for the long term. <clears throat> but you'll also um, end up cutting corners for your customers. Uh, and the key thing is, is if you don't want to wake up and serve the people you serve, uh, and if you look at what Dan's doing, he is very specific about serving people that care about their beards and want to grow their beards with the right organic mm. products. He's got that mission and he is enjoying getting that mission in front of people. Uh, and that's what's motivating him. The sales and stuff is how he's measuring a success, but it's not the thing that's heavily motivating him. Uh, and I, I love that. And, and, and that's and what it, you need to do. And again, having that, having that vision and that cause and that reason why you're doing the business means that the customers you get will be more loyal to you and the branding because they believe in the same mission statement. Basically. 100%. Not, uh, it, not just cheap f- cheap product gets end result. It's very kind of transactional. This People will be buying Dan's products, for example, because they understand the story behind it and they want to look after their skin and everything like that. So it's... And you look at what we do as a business and, we, we, yeah. and it blows my mind every single day is if uh, we'd uh, hundreds uh, of people every single day wake up and build their business using one of our platforms using the office package website package whatever it is mm-hmm. uh, paid for service these guys wake up and they they trust us and our platform to build and run their business which is absolutely mind-blowing uh, and when you look at what we want to do as a business it's uh, we want to help tradespeople run a professional and profitable business and empower them to compete with national companies on a local level when you wake up and you understand that's the mission is everything else that you do in the business falls into line and you enjoy building and serving compared to just the end result. Uh, so a really nice point to end on. I think Dan hit home with that. Um, so Harrison, how do they get in contact with us if they would like to either be on the show, which is something we're doing more of now. We've got a bunch of guests lined up uh, or firing a question. 
What's so the they way? can email me uh, Harrison at experttrades.com two T's in the middle one S at the end or they can uh, catch us on the gram startup podcast and if you want to send in an audio clip uh, that'd be fantastic we'd yeah, like to drop some audio clips on the show just to get a bit of uh, a bit some apart from mine and your mm. voices basically on the show and uh, that's it just humanises it all you know I think the reason that people Hearing like Dan's their episode, dulcet tones as well <laughs> dulcet uh, not said ironically because you'll probably sound better than us um, cool guys thanks very much for getting this far on the show again as you heard at the top of the show uh, we are going to start reading iTunes ratings and reviews out so if you could do us a huge favour helps more people find the podcast go into iTunes look for Startup Diary uh, and Subscribe if you've not already. Give Obviously. us five stars. Give us five stars. If you don't give us five stars, don't bother. Uh, leave <laughs> us a review and uh, you must have two minutes to do that for us mm-hmm. if you've made it probably 30 minutes into today's show. We hugely appreciate you listening. Uh, the reason we do this is to get in front of as many people. And the end goal for this, guys, is we would like to build a community around the podcast of entrepreneurs and people that want to do great things, connect them with each other. Because me and Harry don't know everything. We don't know much. We just know where we've made mistakes and what's working in our business but connecting you guys is where we really add the value.